Hi, I'm Harry Everett. Welcome to my podcast, Soul Strong, Whole Person Living, podcast all about our soul. Hope our time today will help you flourish in spirit, soul, and body like never before. Let's get into our conversation. Podcast listeners, thank you for joining me on this episode of Soul Strong. Today, I want to spend some time talking about soul power. This is the power that believers have received when they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And I want to talk about this soul power and hopefully spur someone along who has, who has not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior to accept him and, and begin to use this soul power. But first, I want to talk about uh, today is Good Friday. And that's something that we want to spend a little time talking about, Good Friday. When you think about what occurred on Good Friday, it didn't look so good, right? Here's Christ. It is dark. He's on a cross and and, and the cross appears to, to have gotten the best of him. But we do know two days later, he got up with all power in heaven and earth. So I always tell people, it's not how you start, but it's how you finish. And I think this picture of Christ on the cross and looking at Good Friday can be a great example for us to say that. It might look tough today, but I'm going to keep Hanging on. I'm going to hang on because when I have soul power, I do know that it can conquer whatever I am battling or whatever I'm contending with. And that's good news. When we think about Jesus gave his life for our salvation, we deserve to be on that cross. Christ died in our place, in our wrongness, in our dead in our transgressions. We didn't even know right from wrong, but yet Christ would die for us. And because that he died, we have hope in the hope of eternal life in heaven through Christ Jesus. We receive divine forgiveness, mercy, and peace because Jesus willingly took our divine punishment. We get to receive the joy of Easter in in remembering that this forgiveness and mercy and peace that he willingly took on it for us. And that when we think about it, Paul reminds us in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, there is no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's good news. He's already forgiven us of our past, present, and future sins. He says, Go sin no more. Soul power. The most powerful man that ever lived on earth was Jesus Christ. He was God in human flesh. And although he temporarily laid down his God powers, he chose as a man to live in perfect union with his father. He was filled with the Holy Spirit constantly. He was filled with the spirit when he was on the cross. He just laid it down. He laid it down for the greater of us so we could live. See, The power of God was in him. It didn't leave him. It flowed through him. And he showed us how a human could be filled with ultimate power. He showed how a human could demonstrate power and weakness. That's what he did. He is a picture of the model to show how we can live in the midst of suffering. See, Acts chapter 1 verse 3 also presented himself alive after his suffering. Here it is, after after the resurrection. He's appearing to his disciples. He appeared to his disciples for over 40 days. And his disciples are saying, is it time for you to restore the kingdom of Israel? 
And Jesus said, it's not the time for you to know. Here comes a soul power. He, he's not talking about establishing uh, this, this kingdom on earth. He's trying to establish this, this soul power in all of humanity. This is what it says. When Christ returned to heaven, he made a stunning promise to his followers. L- listen to what he says. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witness both in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest parts of the earth. He's not talking about establishing a a kingdom on earth. He's talking about establishing power amongst the people. This was a very particular promise. He says, you you will receive something for a special task, Christ said. He knew there was no hope of human beings being able to fill this massive job of taking the gospel to the world. See, because he had lived all divine in the flesh. He had wrestled with the evil one in in principalities and things of of high places. So he says that, oh, you in your flesh, you're no match. You're, you're no match. What you're going to have to encounter on this earth. So 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 let me go away and send back this soul power. He says, without an infusion of this is divine power. This divine soul power, you have no chance. The Holy Spirit would only accomplish this. The disciples would receive his power. This life-giving power resides in one place, the Godhead. And so the spirit of God will be poured out on Christ's disciples, just as it was on the man Christ, to give them the needed soul power for the part in the divine agenda. You know we all have a part in this divine agenda, and you can't do it in your flesh. You need this soul power, this Holy Spirit, to carry about God's agenda. Oh, you can do it. In your own power, but you're going to be caring about your agenda and not God's agenda. The power that would flow through them to play a part in the redemption of the world. Here it comes. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. The day of Pentecost, the descent of the Holy Spirit on the disciples. I told you it's coming. The Pentecost defined a new season when the Holy Spirit, the spirit of the power, the soul power would indwell all believers. Mm. The question for all of us is, how are we using this soul power? Or have we even accepted this soul power? But do you know that soul power is still available to anybody who believes? The purpose of soul power, Christ's promise. Here it is. Though it's specific, it is a power to do something. If you're not going to cooperate with God in accomplishing of this mission, do you even need this soul power? He says, if you're not going to accomplish this mission of going, I just show, I just talked to you about, if you're not going to accomplish this by going to Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and even to the most parts of the earth, and all this in it, are you going to be my witness at home with your family? Are you going to be my witness on your job? Or are you going to be my witness with your friends? Or are you going to be my witness no matter where you go? This is what it says. If you're not, then you don't even need the soul power. Oh, that's heavy. That's heavy. But that's what he's saying. Because I need you to be my witness. I need you to be my followers. I need you to take Christ into that job. I need for you to take Christ into that schoolhouse. I need for you to teach Christ to your children. That's what he's saying. That's soul power. That's good news. Soul power is using this power for good to advance the kingdom of God and bringing him glory. This soul power is not for self-gratification, 
because we have a fallen nature and we always want to default back to that to our tendency to desire things of ourselves for our own glory. God says, it's for my glory. And now every, every believer received the Holy Spirit as a gift at the moment of their salvation. It is all the power that we'll ever need. That's great news. I am confident to know God is faithful, so he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're what you are able, but with the temptation provide the way of escape also that you will be able to endure. All he's saying here in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, is that when you're pinned in the corner, this, this soul power, I will give you escape. Here's the application. It's, it's, it, oh, here it is. Here's the application. Will you live in love? Will you live in love as Christ loved by giving himself up for us? Here's what he says. This is my commandment that you love one another as I loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that one laid down his life for his friends. Will you live in love and live as Christ's love by giving himself up? As always, podcast listeners, stay strong. No, you stay so strong. Thank you.